This is Today in History, May the 4th. On this day in 1776, Rhode Island declared its freedom from England two months before the Declaration of Independence was adopted. On this day in 1830, the Edward Bulwer-Lytton novel Paul Clifford, with its famous opening, It Was a Dark and Stormy Night, was first published in London. Also on this day in 1886, at Haymarket Square in Chicago, a labor demonstration for an eight-hour workday turned into a deadly riot when a bomb exploded. On this day in 1932, mobster Al Capone, convicted of income tax evasion entered the federal penitentiary in Atlanta. He was later transferred to Alcatraz Island. On this day in 1959, the first Grammy Awards ceremony was held at the Beverly Hilton Hotel. In 1961, the first group of Freedom Riders left Washington, D.C. to challenge racial segregation on interstate buses and in bus terminals. Also on this day in 1970, Ohio National Guardsmen opened fire during an anti-war protest at Kent State University, killing four students and wounding nine Others. And all of a sudden I heard them shooting. And then I saw people dropping to the ground and then I fell to the ground also because I couldn't walk anymore. What the investigators have to determine then is whether indeed there was a sniper and whether the guard was justified in firing its weapons, or whether, as some people here believe, the guard, under the pressure of a rock-throwing attack, panicked and fired its weapons indiscriminately killing four people. On this day in 1968, the Oroville Dam in Northern California was dedicated by Governor Ronald Reagan. Also on this day in 1998, Unabomber Theodore Kaczynski was given four life sentences plus 30 years by a federal judge in Sacramento, California under a plea agreement that spared him the death penalty. And on this day in 1956, Gene Vincent records Bebopalula. Well, Bebopalula the story of how the decidedly uncomplex lyrics of Bebopalula got written is shrouded in a certain amount of controversy. Officially, Gene Vincent's business manager, Bill Sheriff Tex Davis, is credited as the co-writer. But Sheriff Tex, a savvy 40-year-old from Connecticut, seems an unlikely source. The story that has the greater ring of truth credits a young man named Donald Graves, a buddy Gene Vincent made in a Portsmouth, Virginia veterans hospital. Vincent, born Vincent Eugene Craddock in 1935, had just re-enlisted in the U.S. Navy in the spring of 1955 when he suffered a devastating leg injury in a motorcycle accident. That injury would land him in a hospital for more than a year, where a fellow patient remembers Vincent and Graves tooling around the facility, working out the song that would eventually become a classic. By the time Gene Vincent's demo tape reached Capitol Records the following spring, however, Graves had been bought out of his share in Bebopalula by Sheriff Tex, reportedly for just $25. It wasn't the obvious brilliance of Bebopalula, but rather the uncanny resemblance between Gene Vincent's voice and Elvis Presley's that explains the speed with which Capitol snapped Vincent up and got him into the studio. In fact, when Vincent and his Blue Caps recorded Bebopalula on May 4th, 1956, it was a B-side to a now largely forgotten tune called Woman Love. As soon as disc jockeys began flipping Vincent's debut single, however, Bebopalula became a smash, rising to number seven on the pop charts and selling more than two million copies in its first year of release. Gene Vincent records the hit Bebopalula, May 4th, 1956, on this day in history.